about to get dummy thick I got Ike and Jake, they spit in this They learn news for all your ears So come on y'all, let's gather near Should be live now. We should be good. Sweet. Look at that. I'm gonna reshare uh, reshare that video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, do that. All right, we're back. We are back. Sorry about that. We had some you fun know? technical difficulties, but we're here. We made it. Yep. Uh, we're ju- we're just gonna start from the top. Hello and welcome to the Dummy Thick Gamer Show. Uh, we're so glad you're here on this lovely fall. October day. That's right. Hope you're all well. Isaac, uh, how are you? I know I've already asked you that question, but I heard yeah. very little of yeah. how your week has actually gone. Yeah, so. for the sake of uh, redoing it and taking a second take <laughs> on um, I'm doing good. Had a crazy week at work, but I managed to squeeze in some video game time. Uh, played a lot of Doom this week because that's just one of those like relax and Playing kill stuff. Doom, yep. Doom, Doom twenty sixteen or uh, uh, twenty sixteen. Yeah, Naders from the Discord hooked me up with a free copy of it, so I've been playing that a lot. Nice. Uh, nice so shout nice. out to Nate, letting me kill demons. It's a good Christian bro thing to do. Um, <laughs> been playing that this weekend. I'm actually gonna get to place uh, Squadrons on VR, which I'm pumped about because I don't have a VR headset. Uh, I'm a I'm a poor man. So I'm going to borrow one from my bro. Uh, but I'm excited to uh, be in the cockpit of an X-Wing and just cry. It's going to be the meme where like <laughs> you've got the VR mask on and you're just crying. So that's going to be me at about like 2 o'clock today. So I'm pumped. But. That'll be cool. You should also download uh, what's that spooky game that Twitch is all into right now. Ooh, um, I know what that's you're talking VR. about. Yeah, para something, para para. I don't, I don't. Is know. it paranoia? Like, it, it definitely starts with para, but okay. no, periscope. It's something weird. Nope, para. Getting closer. Para para parasail. It's para, parasail. Para, you're parasailing. <laughs> Get further. You're colder. Yeah. You're colder now. Okay. It. Yeah. I mean, parasailing would, would be pretty fucking terrifying, but in yeah. a very different way. How you uh, yeah, you should you should try that out. I am. I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Good. I've been working out quite a bit. Been hitting the gym with my boy Kevin. Shout out to the Kev boy yep. from the Discord from Lethal Slushy. Lethal Slush. I've been, hit, been hitting the gym. Uh, feeling good. Feeling strong. <laughs> feeling <laughs> very strong. One step closer to my dream of being a tank build. Yep. Tanky um, paladin build. I like it. It's yep, good. Yep. 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 So we're getting there, making progress there. I have been playing. Uh, so last week, what uh, I, I wrapped up Hades, right? So uh, well, I say wrapped up in like air quotes because right. you don't you don't. That's not really a game that you ever finish. Yeah, it just keeps going and going and going. But yeah, um, I got sort of caught up in the internet hype of Genshin Impact. Okay, which is um, a um, another a way another dating simulator. Sim. Yeah, <laughs> that's done. In uh, I, I swear it's like not my intent to just fall into these like you know uh, very waifu horny <laughs> games. It's not. I'm not intentionally seeking those experiences out. <laughs> all right, I swear to God. Sure, they just keep um, popping up every time you open up Steam. Coming up is they what just happens. Keep coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um. 
It's very good. It is, I don't understand why, but it's very, visually, it is uh, lots of parallels to Breath of the Wild. We talked about, uh, what's that game that was called Gods and Monsters, and now it is called Immortals, Phoenix Rising, I think I got that right? Yeah. That looks identical to Breath of the Wild. This one is no different. Um, There's a enemy race uh that are very similar to like the goblin guys and i don't know if they're just called hobgoblins or if they have a name so this is this is breath of the waifu it is breath of the waifu i like it okay all right and i don't i don't understand why they felt like they needed to mimic the uh thanks nate already for the stars appreciate that bub love you um I don't know why they felt like they needed to mimic the art style so closely because this game differentiates itself from Breath of the Wild and virtually every other aspect. Like they're similar in that they're both kind of RPGs, but like I just don't understand why they couldn't differentiate themselves further because people look at this and they're like, "Oh, this is this is Breath of the Wild." There's right. the Goblin guys. They even have like the same clubs. They like behave the same way. Um some of the music as well, like when you're entering a dungeon or something, it'll have just like the sort of piano keys that they sort of work into the music. That's very similar to that something is you identical in Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. Very, very, yeah, 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 yeah. To the point where I'm like, why has Nintendo not taken out like, yeah, <laughs> copyright? You know, yeah, whatever. That's wild. Uh, so I'm I'm not very far into it, but it has it has taken it has taken me away. I am I yeah. am on the uh, the Waifu Express. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to have like a time lapse of your background as it gradually shifts <laughs> to like Gundam figurines and body pillows and like just various weeb stuff. I do stuff. have a Gundam figurine. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> we're getting, we're already like the metamorphosis between we're you close. into like, yeah, like the, the hand sword cargo short. Yeah. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> I'm excited, uh, Max. I'll thank you as well for the uh, for the stars, bud. You're awesome. Yes, thank you. Um, guys. Yeah, so it's it's really good. It is sort of taken off in the Destiny community right now because Destiny uh, is sort of in a lull before the fall expansion comes out in November. Okay, uh, people are kind of getting bored with that, and this game really scratches a lot of those same urges and desires that the Destiny community gets in terms of like having yeah. daily goals, having weekly goals. Right? There's always something yeah. to strive for. Uh, this game showers you with uh, loot incentives and just, like, there's a reason to do virtually everything in this game so far. Uh, there's a ton of just, like, checklists and, like, minute things to do in the world that will get you X, Y, Z. Uh, it's clear that there's a ton of depth here. Um, I'm, again, not very far in, only only a few hours, but uh, I can tell this is going to be something that I, I think I stick with. There's a fun sort of balance between uh, the... the uh, so. And the combat, it's, like, based on, like, an elemental system, right? And so there's um, sort of a fun back-and-forth play between, like, trying to... So, like, uh, you can... If there's, like, a water-type enemy, right, your electric attacks will do more damage, right? Yeah, that's and then cool. Yeah. You can, like, combo shit. Um, yeah. So combat is really it's, fun. It's I don't conditional. Know. I'm hooked, man. It's conditional it's upon your enemy's type. Yeah, that's cool. It's good. Yeah. At this point, I am, I'm wondering if I'm, if I'm going to go back to destiny i have no real desire right now to get back into destiny like you guys the see stuff going on you guys see the abuse that happens <laughs> in our relationship where like you can call up footage of a podcast three weeks ago where jake is berating me to get into destiny and y'all see it now right 
Like you guys, you guys have seen, you guys have seen how he does this. So, so when we're talking during the week and I seem really jaded about Jake's gaming opinions, this is what I have. I have a backlog of this for almost 20 years now. Oh my God. Listen, okay. you know this about me. There's a limited window where I am super into a, a game, right? I don't I don't stick with games for like a long period of time. I just don't. There's a rise, there's a rise and fall. There's hills and valleys, right? Hills and valleys. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's just how I am. Your issue is that you never get in when I am super hyped on a game. <laughs> You're always on the decline. Like I'm I'm on my way out. And so uh, I'm okay. sorry if you would just listen to me when I'm hyped on something and jump in when I'm hyped. <laughs> Then we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, all right. Fine. Hello, and welcome to the Dummy Thick Gamer Show. We, we're so bad about, like, not starting our intro until we're, like, 20, 30 minutes in. That's so, fine. we're... All right. Hello, and welcome to the Dummy Thick Gamer Show. Each and every week, we round up some of the biggest gaming news stories that you, my friends, need to know about. I even created this close-up screen here that <laughs> isn't going to work because I had to reboot Streamlabs. That's good. That's, that's fine. That's what we want. It's fine. Uh, you can watch us live here on Facebook every weekend over at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash dummy thick. And of course, uh, if you miss a live stream, you can listen each and every Monday on the podcast service of your choosing. Don't forget, if you're watching live, I need your help with three things. React to this stream, share this stream to help us grow, and let us know in chat when we say something stupid and or incorrect, because we always do. Feel free to comment or ask questions as we record today's episode, and we'll do our best to answer them as they come up. Uh, do not be bullied by Nate or Max into entering the Star War that is currently happening, yeah, but don't. again, thank Thank you both. Love you both. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us with your time and with your energy, with your stars, and with your ears. Yes. Ike, what are we talking about today? Okay, so Amazon had a game called Crucible that today I remembered was a thing as it's being <laughs> shut down. Um, the PS5 can li like liquid cool a volcano, apparently. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is addressing a drop in the player base for Avengers, and you put a dead link to Xbox in the I show updated doc, it. I updated it. That's your fault. So we're talking about some fun things, but let's jump in about yeah, Crucible. Yeah. Let's do it, bud. Let's clap first. Three, two, one. So yeah, Amazon's Crucible yeah. <laughs> is shutting down. If you've for completely forgotten about this game, uh, I don't know anybody that's going to blame you. Yeah. No. Um, so we got this article here from Co our boys at Kotaku. Uh, the Rocky Saga of Crucible, the uh, the free to play team based shooter uh, that Amazon released in May of 2020 and then unreleased in July 2020. If you remember, we talked about that. Uh, they went back into beta, <laughs> is coming to an end. The developers announced today that they uh, intend to shut down servers on November 9th. Um, zoom in here. The team will transition to development on Amazon's MMO New World, uh, which has seen uh, much greater success in the uh, in the Twitch world. 
uh, than Crucible did. Crucible just never really took off. Yeah. We very much appreciate the way that our fans have rallied around our efforts, and we've long seen... We've loved seeing uh, your responses to the changes we've made over the last few months, but ultimately we didn't see a healthy, sustainable future ahead for uh, Crucible. The announcement reads, Crucible was the first major project for Amazon Game Studios, uh, but when it launched, players were greeted by a buggy, unpopulated game that failed to garner much attention on Twitch. When Fortnite and Valorant, um, uh, with Fortnite and Valorant amassing huge followings of both players and spectators at the same time, there just wasn't any room for an uninspiring mashup up of, be- of better games. Over the summer, the Crucible team announced that they would be scaling back by removing game modes and returning to uh, returning the game to beta. Community playtesting sessions continued all the way up this afternoon before the news dropped, which is wild. The developers plan to hold one last playtest and some sort of celebration for the community in the next few weeks, after which matchmaking, matchmaking will be disabled ahead of the game's complete shutdown. They say thank you, as always, for being part of our community. The official statement closes. Uh, this has been a labor of love, and we're grateful for the time we got to spend on Planet Crucible with you. Dude, I just DM'd you an image of one of the players uh, in Crucible, one of the characters. It is a squirrel. Um, so F's in the chat for the video game that had the squirrel in it because that's all I knew it as. Is when I read this, I read the article, I was like, Crucible. Crucible. Oh, yeah, that's the game that had the squirrel in it, and you could bounce around like a squirrel. And, I mean, I can't imagine why it didn't take off because put- you can be a squirrel. Um, but- you should have put it in the show doc. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's very sad. I'm very sad about it, but I don't know. Like, looking yeah, at it, you can know. definitely see how they wanted it to be like an Overwatch-style game, and it just didn't right, really yeah. take off, I guess. I don't know. Wanted it to be Overwatch, and it felt more like Evolve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So. And again, like, this is a game that at least aesthetically and visually looks very appealing. Like, it's yeah. it's a pretty game to look at. Um, I never played it, so I can't tell you exactly what's wrong with it. I can just tell you that it never really took off the ground, never really got the hype. Um, I don't know. That's <laughs> I guess that's that's really my my take on that. It is it's wild to me. I remember us talking about it, you know, about it going back into beta. I'm like, how do you how do you recover from that? Right? Can you re- can you recover from how that? do you pull back answer, from putting a game fully in beta? And then yeah. being like, nope, JK guys, we're gonna bring it back. And then, no, that just is, that is not how that no. works. Sorry, the answer please. apparently is that you can't. You you no. can't do that. No, you, you can't do that unless you are uh, you are really making headway on uh, pumping out updates and keeping right. the players engaged. Uh, if you don't have the manpower or the resources to do that, then uh, then this is gonna happen. We're gonna talk about another game that's struggling that right now. Oh, are we? Well, no, I mean, like, on the podcast. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Not you were right transitioning. Now. No. I thought you were transitioning. Oh, IGN gave it a four, by the way. That's the that's the video that we're watching right now. R.I.P. Um, yeah, R.I.P. I don't have really anything else to share about Crucible. I just thought that was worth noting since we had talked about it in the past. Yeah, and we kind of called um, it, too. We kind of said, like, that, <laughs> this is a game that they're kind of softly killing themselves right now. Maybe right. they can bring it back, but they'd have to basically relaunch it, and I just don't see mm-hmm. how that would really happen. So, yeah. Chapter of Crucible is coming to a close. Sad. 
let's talk about the the uh, the PS5 teardown. Yeah. So a couple of days ago, a uh, I guess is he one of the engineers from Sony or is he just kind of like a guy that they had don't know this video. I like to think he's just a random guy that they pulled off the sidewalk to <laughs> tear down a the random, PS5. A random yeah, guy yeah, yeah. walking outside of the Sony headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they of course give you the disclosure of like. Good Lord, do not try this at home. It'll kill you or whatever. But yeah, so it's a full teardown of the PlayStation Don't 5. try this at home, but if you want to put an SSD in here, you're going to have to. Yeah, to so. a degree, you'll have to tear it down yourself. Um, but yeah, this it shows mostly just how massive this thing is. What right? a big boy. It's so What chunky. a large lad. And they really it should have so picked big. a bigger dude to host this video because <laughs> yeah. like the PlayStation... It's the size of his entire torso. Like it's he, yeah. Like if you put this I'll, on his back, I'll go, I'll go back. It yeah. would look like a little kid wearing like a full-size adult roller briefcase. Like it it's it's <laughs> like, it's it is so big. It is so it's, big. It's roller roller briefcase is what yeah. got me. Like that it's, like you can see him like trying to like put his little mitts around it and he can barely wrap his hands around the console. <laughs> I'm not making fun of like his size. I'm just making fun of like it's the, the size of the girth of the PlayStation. It's, it's the discrepancy sure. between the guy having to manhandle this giant box and yeah. just yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. I feel like people people are not prepared for how big this console is going to be. No, they're not. No, I really don't think. I think most people in their minds are still comparing this thing to a PlayStation Four. Maybe it'll be a little bit larger. Yeah, this thing is as tall as my PC. Yeah, it's easily. Huge. It's huge. People are saying so. This the Series X. Uh, people are measuring the Series X in terms of Game Cubes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it's almost identical in terms of like the the uh, like the base size. Yeah. Of, of the uh, of the cube, like the surface area. So, it's it's roughly the size of two GameCubes plus like a third or um, two thirds of one. Yeah, and that's like that's a decent size too. Like it's yeah. it's pretty tall. Yeah. This is bigger than that even. Um, if you had any any hope of hiding this thing in no. your living room, no, for, forget about it, Chief. No, it's game. Forget over. about it. It is game this thing was over. designed to be front and center in whatever room. It is in, if only because there is no shelf that can contain its prowess. <laughs> but and mostly because like the the wings on the side of it, like if had it just mm-hmm. been like one sort of like spire the way that the Xbox is, like you could maybe conceivably like tuck it somewhere. But those awkward yeah. angles that shoot off of it make it so impossible to fit in like conventional spaces. Now the cool right. thing that I noticed about this, I like that those white panels can be removed by users mm-hmm. relatively easily. I see people customizing the snot out of those like that you can take them off cuz Yeah, yeah. I if had I got a PlayStation 5, those things would be plasti dipped the afternoon I got it. Like black, <laughs> whatever color. Oh, I could see you doing that not, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Not bright white. It looks terrible. So, I mean, those are going to be we're going to see a lot of people customizing those big doofy wings. I think so too. Yeah. Um, Fine with it that. reminded me of if you remember the uh, the original Xbox 360 faceplate that you could take off, yeah, right, and change and they out. Were like, yeah, yeah, they were like special edition faceplates, and they never really took off. I think because well, a the plastic was just super cheap in general, yeah. um, and also because it didn't 
ever matched the rest of the console. Like the rest of the console was always white, so you could only change yeah. the front of it, and it just aesthetically never really looked that great. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I did have a really gross tribal one. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I remember the it weird was, tribal faceplate. It was plate. it was bright blue, and there was yeah. like tribal on the. It was gross. The early two yeah. thousands. It looked like your time. Xbox was trying to cruise teenage <laughs> girls outside of a high school. Like, yeah, yeah. It was really rough. Um, yeah. So some of the takeaways that I noticed on it, I like that it's got high-speed USB ports. That's cool. Um, the two 120-millimeter fans, um, I, I saw that that's the fans on the case, and I thought, I looked at my PC case that has nine 120-millimeter fans, and I thought, did, did I go overkill? Like, <laughs> if they're using two fans to cool this entire beast, like, maybe I went overkill. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I so I... Is it two fans or is it just the one that's in at, like at the top? Here? I think it's there. It's two fans stacked. It's dual. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's just one because he pulls that thing out. I think it's just one fan, but there's like vents on either side of the console, so that's it sucks okay. The so air I heard double sided. Yeah, so it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. it's one one twenty millimeter. That's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. Because we're uh, talking about like how overheating has been a concern for everything, and just one fan is nuts. But yeah. And we do have to talk about like you need to disassemble the PlayStation here to get to the uh, the storage expansion slot. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Why? <laughs> I'm like not this sure. is one of those things where I'm just like Sony, you couldn't have made that a little bit easier. Yeah, I mean like just they, a smidge. You have to at least get past that first level of taking off the little faceplate, and then well, I mean like there, there are screws involved, right? Are, it's not as simple as just involved. yeah. Um, so maybe they're betting on people not really doing this and the people who would be the type to buy a, you know, expandable drive would be experienced in installing one. Hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Like I would make that bet, but man, I don't, is there anywhere like for the, you know, the console normies who maybe aren't comfortable with disassembling their console to get to the, like, is there anywhere that they can take this to like. Because, like, if you have an Xbox, I would assume that you could take it to the Microsoft store and they'll do it for you. But, yeah. uh, of course, you don't have to do that because Microsoft smartly offered ports on the backside of the console to do, yeah. <laughs> to, to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Out, I just saw this, of it was Japan, one of those. I don't see anyone, like, having a physical Sony store to take this to, you know? Like, yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. But, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. This was just one of those weird things. The other weird thing that. Um, I guess they had to do because of the, the, the way the console is shaped. So they're including the, the stand, right? Yeah. Uh, which is awfully nice of them. But they're including it because y- y- it ha- you have to have it to, right. to to stand this thing up or lay it It's a crucial piece. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's going to be all cattywampus, right? Yeah. And you can't have a cattywampus um, console. So they're including that. But again, this is one of those things where it's not as easy as just like snapping this thing on. Like yeah. you have to have this little like screwdriver attachment thing that I think they wisely included like a little a uh, little cubby like hatch on the bottom of the stand so that you can store that. Otherwise, people are going to lose that within 0.3 seconds of having their console. I don't even um, own this and I already lost that piece for it. Like, I, I don't know how that happens, but I saw yeah, that and yeah. I thought I've lost that. That's gone. It's gone. Like, it's I, gone. if it's detachable, I have lost it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree, Nate. Cattywampus needs needs to come back. It's a good word. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, you know, again, this is one of those things where I'm like, I feel like it should have been a little bit easier, but 
if you're a PlayStation fanboy, like it's not going to matter to you. This is just me like nitpicking, I guess. Yeah. And of course, Microsoft tweeted over the week um, how easy it is for their console <laughs> to lay horizontally because it's <laughs> they a just fucking bonked brick. it over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And they, I saw that they removed that tweet for some reason. I don't really know why, if there was like drama around that or what, but I know. Uh, their their tweets have backfired in in the past, right? Yeah. Especially talking about like the the, the pre order fiasco where they sort of tweeted a dig about PlayStation Five not uh, announcing their release uh, window for pre orders. Yeah, and then they they did announce their window for pre orders, and it went you know uh, cattywampus anyway. Yeah. <laughs> now he's pointing it out on the stream. I do like the idea that there's this little like vacuum port to blow dust out or whatever. Yeah, I saw that too. Same. Um, Dust is kind of like the console killer because, again, in most cases, you don't disassemble the console to clean it out at best. Like, I, when I had my PlayStation, the best I could do was take a duster and, like, just run it along the side of the vents. And mm-hmm. I could still see, like, there's dust in there that I just can't, like, get blown out at a weird angle. So the yeah. fact that they've purposefully and thoughtfully included that is really cool. It's, it's a very neat feature that I hope all consoles in the future give you because... That's over time what will wear your fans out is just dust accumulation. Sure. Yeah. What else sure. do you like so I, about you it? You know, the, the fucking heat sink. Yeah, <laughs> it's right? It's so big. <laughs> like, the, the heat sink is the reason why this console is so big. Yeah. Let me scrub to where he takes it out. The Let's heat see. sink is a chunky boy. Like, I had a audible huh! reaction, like, when he took it <laughs> out. Me too. Goes, and this yeah. is the heat sink. And it's that, just, there it is. the heat sink is bigger than the dude. Like, he takes it off, and it's like it's over his head. He's trying to, like, hold it. They brought out a dolly to, like, put it back in with. Like, they've got, like, a, a latch. He's holding it up, system. and his arms are shaking. <laughs> this is the heat sink. <laughs> it's so big. It's, it, it is that that looks like an axe. Like, it looks like, like the handle of an axe going up to, like, this big battle weapon. <laughs> You could kill somebody or with this heat sink. A, a very cyberpunk themed uh, like pistol or something. Yeah, it's Agreed. it is ridiculous <laughs> that they have mined I'll... all of the copper out of the earth for this one console. <laughs> like just this one PlayStation Five that he tore down. That was our remaining copper supply. It's gone. Yeah, yeah it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> It's all just, gone. For, just for their one. How are they going to manufacture the other 70 million? All of the pre-orders are just shared among each other. Like you get 20 minutes with the console <laughs> and they have to pass it along just for the stupid heat sink. Um, yeah. I, I'll say this. This thing better not have any heat issues because if no. this thing drops and there's poor circulation or, you know, it, it gets the equivalent of the red ring or whatever. Uh, I, there is no coming back from that, dude. The memes that will be if created. This, if this console runs above 20 degrees Celsius, they failed. <laughs> if it gets above 20, it's it's game Agreed. over, and I don't understand how. Because, good lord, that's going to be a frosty boy. You better be able to I'll put your it. drink next to it and get it cold. My last note. I uh, so they talked very briefly about the liquid metal used to cool the CPU. Yeah, didn't didn't know that was a thing before this video. Um, yeah, I no idea what liquid metal is, but it is very much liquid metal that's cooling that CPU. Yeah, this is like. Do you a, have any idea what that is? Can you educate me? Well, in the Terminator cinematic universe, uh, liquid metal <laughs> is uh, one of the T 
models. They it's made of liquid yeah, metal and it can shape shift. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess that they, yeah, I guess that they borrowed so, some of that. But are you, my PlayStation Five is is a Terminator? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think that's an adequate. Yeah, each one of the models comes with a tiny Terminator built into it. So that's the high stakes. If you monkey around and you crack that little seal, you're going to get assassinated on site. Like it'll just pop out and stab you in the face. Um, but no, they apparently this is like a proprietary cooling method that Sony did for the PlayStation Five, which is cool. The last shot of this, I don't know why it's so funny to me, but the expression in this guy's face when he's done taking apart the PS5, yeah. <laughs> he looks so dead. There's no scrap of joy to be found no. anywhere in his face. He's yeah. just like, I have done the thing that I was um, kidnapped to do. Yeah. Can I go home now? Can, Can I, I go back my to my Starbucks I've just job, worked an please? 18-hour day. Can I go home? <laughs> please yeah I'm, I'm ready for like someone like gamers nexus or jay's two cents to get a hold of one of these and just tear it down like being a chatty kathy whereas yeah. this guy was just like a purely like cerebral asmr experience of like i'm now taking the screw apart <laughs> like it's it's great it's, it's a great video uh yeah yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's nice that we got a glimpse of the uh, the guts of this thing before uh, it releases. I guess this yeah. November. Um, I don't know that it was. I don't know if it like changed anybody's opinion, but it was a cool thing to see. I'm glad. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, very interesting. It it, it gave me at, at at the very least, it gave me a new appreciation for like just the design aspect of what goes into these console machines because it's yeah. it, they're so unlike just a regular PC. Just in the way that they're shaped, like they have to be aesthetically pleasing, or they try to make them aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. And like um, the challenges of how, like how you cool, you know, a um, such a small box with, with all of those components. It's just cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It kind of made me think of like how, in contrast, the Microsoft method is so different. Where it's like, here is just a small form factor case with your computer that we built for you inside of it. That's what it feels like the Series X yeah. is. So it's just kind of neat to see like the design aesthetic that Sony went with where they had to like custom make everything to fit these weird angles around this heat sink. Cause it feels like that's why they have the design is like just, they built this around the heat sink, but yeah, you've got Avengers up. Let's talk about Avengers. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's, Let's talk about it. Do you want to read this or would you like me to? Yeah, so this is from IGN. Let me turn over here to my monitor. Uh, Marvel's Avengers boss confident that players will return to the game after new content arrives for the true believers. <laughs> confident. Dine. Yeah, confident. There, That's, you know, whenever they head some corporate emails with, we're confident, then yeah. Mm. So Crystal <laughs> Dynamics Studios head Scott Amos said that he's confident that players will return to Marvel uh, Avengers when the new missions and modes promised to arrive in the, quote, weeks ahead. Amos issued the statement to Kotaku, uh, who asked developers for commitment in light of what appears to be a diminishing player base, particularly on Steam, where it's now peaking at around 2,000 players a day and has Oof. been dropping to less than 1,000. <laughs> I think, oh, I, I, like, a couple of weeks ago, I even posted this in our Discord that, like, Metro Exodus, like, 2032 or whatever, had more players yeah concurrently than this game did um yikes but yikes. amos is trying to save itself here or save himself here he says we have a number of new content pieces coming in the weeks ahead including a totally new Warzone mission type called tachyon rifts 
a new outpost that's jumping off point for new story missions in the future, and Ames Cloning Lab, which requires a coordinated high-level group of four players to beat to beat with new top-end mm-hmm. loot rewards for finishing it. Um, so basically, he's saying, please, God, guys, don't leave the pizzas on the way. I promise my dad said he's also bringing ice cream. Please don't leave my party. God, just stick around a little bit longer. Um, God, I don't know. Please. Please, God, no. I don't know if anyone is going to stick around. Uh, because, I mean, you're the looter shooter player here. Um, and it feels like in order to retain a player base, you have to keep the loot coming. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, like players already have to have a good idea of what's on its way before you sort of like taper off the drip feed of loot. And I think that what they did here was they were like, okay, here's just this bundle of stuff without like immediately revealing kind of what's around the corner, at least a little bit. So Mm -hmm. people got everything that they could get and they're like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) And now they're surprised somehow that this is the reaction. Am I kind of close to that? Um, a little bit. Like I, Credit where credit is due, um, Crystal Dynamics has been very transparent and open uh, about like sort of what's uh, what what they're dealing with and sort of the bugs that they're fixing and putting out like timelines of stuff. I don't think aside from uh, there was one more paragraph here where they talked about bringing out uh, two new characters. Mm-hmm. The uh, the two Hawkeyes are coming. Yeah, uh, we've known from the get go that those are going to be. Uh, playable characters in the near future. And so like that was the sort of morsel that was keeping players, I think engaged for a while. Yeah. Um, but I think like the more that we have been involved in, in the end game, um, the more people I think have, have just gotten sort of tired with it. Like there's only so many times you can run the same harm room or the same, like, yeah. you know, cause all of the environments are basically the same. Yeah. And there's only so many times you can run those same things with even diff- different characters with different abilities and just start to feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's just yeah. it's just not enough, you know? Like, yeah. there needs to be, just straight up, there needs to be more engaging content. Yeah. Um, and I'm still not sold that even if they can produce more content, um, I'm not sure the loot system will sustain long-term growth. Yeah. Uh, the, and in its in its current state, because again, the loot system is designed in such a way where you don't actually see any of the loot on your character. So if you're <laughs> if you're coming from a game like Destiny and you're used to like you know not just min maxing because you can do that in this game, but being able to sort of equip stuff and like um s- sort of um take on the sort of fashion element of games like this, yeah. you know. Like, that's really the only reason why I have stayed with Destiny is because it's fun for me to, like, I dabble a little bit with min-maxing stuff where I, I used to. Yeah. But really, I just want a, a character, my character to look badass, you know? Yeah. Like that's really what it, what it comes down to. Sure. And there's there's no real way to do that other than, like, they have the, like, costumes or whatever, but uh, yeah. those are all locked behind, like, the battle pass or whatever. So all of the loot is effectively, like, stat points then, right? It's all it's, stat points. It's all numbers. That's yeah. so crazy to me. Yeah. To, to have a looter shooter where the loot is invisible just runs counter to everything I could conceive of. Um, but, mm. yeah, that's that's wild, man. They're taking a There's big a, gamble on a that. A major miss. A major yeah. miss. And I, I'm i not as involved in that Reddit as I probably should be. Oh, I had a moment where I about panicked because I forgot to record in Audacity, but I think we're good. We are good. Um, 
yeah. So you know, it's it it's it's sad. Um, I I don't know. You know, I I think it could go either way in terms of will players come back to Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I do think it's one of those things where like the core combat and like the gameplay loops are are fun. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed playing through my first twenty or so hours of Marvel's Avengers. It's the after part that just didn't really yeah. engage me, and it's because those end game systems yeah. are just are not there yet. Here's the thing, though, that was the same case with Anthem. You know, I loved my first. Well, loved maybe not. I <laughs> really liked my first ten to fifteen hours of Anthem. You know, flying around in that game was awesome. It had some yeah. of the best like flying mechanics. You felt like freaking Iron Man. Uh, comboing certain attacks was a, a lot of fun. I think what was it the cryo and then like the calling down like a lightning bolt. Like that was something that never really got old. But all of the systems, you know, that were baked on top of that just just weren't weren't good and didn't really mesh well. On top of being just a super buggy mess. Yeah. Um, and that's the other side of this too. It's like I don't know. Like, is the state of the game better now? Of course, but maybe we're seeing proof in the pudding here where like the first month, the first couple of months matters, you know, yeah. like maybe you can't launch a game in such a poor state, you know, where, uh, the PR like, clearly went, uh, it, it wasn't what they wanted, uh, right. to say no. the least, you know, it, it did not go the way that they intended. Um, and you just, so I don't know. Wonder, I don't know if like, they come back from this, particularly with looter shooters. If there's like some sort of magic number, that studios are willing to hit in terms of like recurring players where maybe, yeah, like maybe you boggle the launch. Like maybe it's an Anthem. Maybe, maybe it's completely and totally widely not a well-received game, but Mm. is there like a magic number of players that will continue to use it as a games as a service where they're paying you a monthly or weekly or some sort of like subscription or purchasing basis where like, you're just satisfied with that, and then you're like, you know what? We've put out this game because we figured we could secure X amount of players to bring us X amount of dollars per month on the game, and it's fine. We're fine with that. Because it gets feeling like these looter shooters come out, and everyone just universally goes, yeah, it's fun for a little bit, and then it's bad. And and we keep yeah. talking about this. Surely companies and game developers know this, right? And do mm-hmm. you think they just don't care once they achieve that magic number? Or like... What I'm really asking is, like, as long as there's a player base that's big enough to support and hit that magic number, do you really think that devs have a big incentive to just, like... Do they care all that much? Yeah, because I, I keep feeling like there's always going to be people who come back to a game like this because they like it. They like superheroes. And yeah, I just don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, you're talking about the business side of this, and I think yeah. the answer to that is probably not. I think once they sort of have made their money back, um, and I think they have in this case, I think it's sold yeah. very well initially um yeah I don't, I don't i don't know you know cause then it's i don't i don't want to say that they don't care about the longevity of of their game or if they're just like because that would be some drama you know yeah like drip feeding content because they don't really care well but if you think about it like the incentive there to play a game like this is to get it day one because you want to be the same level as everyone and you want to progress with your friends that kind of like that fomo motivation will hit a huge purchasing amount for the devs. So yeah, you get everyone to buy it up front and then you can kind of like take care of the remaining people three or four months down the road. If anyone's still there, I don't know. I just don't see how these games are a good motivator to make themselves better in the future. 
you know, like just the way that yeah. the entire service is set up. So I don't know. I don't that's know. Me, I think that's me getting philosophical about sure. like, you know, games as a service, but I don't know if they have an incentive to be all that great once the money has been made. I think, I think the issue lies where like, with developers intentionally trying to make a games as a service game instead of like making a good video game first. Yeah. And that's, that's, that, if, yeah, that's if perfect. that attracts yeah. people after that, then start tacking on sort of the systems that will increase the longevity of your game. Right. Rather than like designing from the ground up a game that's, you know, has the battle passes, has the loot boxes, has yeah. all the stuff that's going to like yeah. drip feed enough content into your, into your little mouth that, uh, you're going to remain invested. Yeah. That's when for me, these games start to fall apart and it's what so many developers are doing right now. Like even if you think about Fortnite, which is the most successful games as a service game ever, Mm -hmm. that game did not start with games as a service in mind. No, no, no. It was at its core, a game that a lot of people really enjoyed playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, not initially it was the, uh, that w- the weird game that nobody enjoyed. Well, playing. right, like the tower they... defense thing, but like Fortnite yeah, yeah. in the in the in the iteration <laughs> that we know it as now. Like it started sure. out as this game that was kind of like a oh people are playing this like let let's go let's go and yeah. stuff like you know even Among Us like just a fun sort of almost free to play game that I could see evolving into some sort of games as a service. That's fine, but you're dead on. Like games that seem like they've been designed with from the ground up with this money making scheme of you know. Q1, we're going to make this on it because we've got yeah. this battle pass rolling out. I, I just think that there's not a lot of incentive there. Once they've made what they want to make on it, then, okay, it's kind of done. So, yeah. I'll be honest, too. I think we're all sort of a, a approaching a, a, a place of burnout on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like, there are only so many games, and J-Man and I have complained about this almost every time we game. Uh, we're tired of battle passes, man. Like, yeah. I, there's only so many games with a hundred tiers of a battle pass that I can play before I'm like, dude, I don't have any real desire to like play this game anymore because yeah. all of the progression incentives is behind the freaking battle pass. Right. And right. I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to do it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, man. State of like, I don't, I don't think we're complaining about something that isn't going to go away. Like yeah. it's clear that this sort of system makes developers money or they wouldn't be doing it you know yeah for so sure i think for better or worse this stuff is this stuff is here to stay it assuming that it doesn't burn players out to the extent where we just stop buying these types of games right but for sure i don't know if that's i don't know if that's going to happen yep uh did we have a fourth news point uh game pass to ios ah yes 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 yeah and i think i closed out of that tab no i didn't it's here it's here. Yeah, so Xbox might be bringing Game Pass to iOS after all. If you remember, we talked about this briefly where Apple was uh, sort of... Uh, there was that whole like legal debacle between Apple and Epic, right? Yep. I'm trying to remember as I'm talking about this, about all like what sort of transpired. But effectively, it came down to... Fortnite. With, with, with Fortnite, but with Xbox specifically, it was like, no, they don't. They didn't want them to have their own launcher um, on their on their platform because uh, it it violates their their. They want Xbox to individually put their games in their game store or whatever, so you would individually have to download games onto your. Because they want they want a cut of the money <clears throat> from the purchasing. Sure, that's yeah. that's part of it too. 
but it, it uh, yeah, and it also violates their their TOS, where it's yeah. like they, from their perspective, they can't really monitor effectively what goes into Game Pass or if yeah. that violates something, you know, whatever. So I I guess I kind of understand that that angle. But from Xbox's perspective, that's sort of counterintuitive to the whole Game Pass mindset, right? Where right. like they do want this thing to be a subscription service like you would get out of Netflix or anything mm-hmm. else where it's like, you, this is an app you load up a ton of games in that list. You can play that game, stream it. Uh, and that that's what they want. So right. they have a workaround solution here. So from business insider, Microsoft told employees it plans to release a browser based app for the Xbox game pass streaming service next year that will get around the Apple uh, app store rules. Uh, we absolutely quote, we absolutely will end up on iOS. Um, Microsoft's gaming. Here, let me zoom in. Hello, I gotta click on the freaking web page. Uh, Microsoft's gaming boss Phil Spencer. Phil, 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 Phil Spencer told told employees at an all hands meeting on Wednesday uh, the company is planning to bring Game Pass to Apple, uh, iPhone, and iPad, targeting 2021 for the potential release of a quote direct browser based solution. Uh, we absolutely will end up on iOS, Spencer told employees, according to two people with direct knowledge of his comments. Microsoft did not comment uh, at the time of publication. Apple has not responded to a request for comment. Microsoft last month added a key new feature to Game Pass. It's Netflix-style subscription service that gives Xbox and PC players um, access to uh, a vast catalog of games. Now, Game Pass subscribers can stream many of the included titles directly to their Android phones or tablets, no console required. Notable uh, by its absence at the feature's launch was support for Apple's uh, iPhone and iPad. Uh, An Apple spokesperson told Business Insider this summer that doesn't allow for game streaming in apps like Game Pass or Google Stadia because it is unable to review each game in the services respectable or respective uh, libraries. Spencer, who has publicly, uh, who has said publicly that he is determined to offer Game Pass to Apple users, told employees uh, the company is exploring getting to iPhone and iPad devices through their browsers. Later on Thursday, The Verge reported that uh, at the same meeting, Spencer uh, said that the streaming that streaming the game uh, with Game Pass would come to Windows 10 PCs next year as well. Yeah. Uh, wow, there's a lot more to this than I thought there was. Well, but basically, like reading for ten thousand years. Yeah, the short version of it is that while Apple won't allow like a Game Pass app, they don't have rules against like a browser that happens to take you to one website where you can access what Game Pass was going to be anyway, which is kind of splitting hairs. But if it works, it works, right? I mean, I'm all for people being able to access that huge library of games. I'm not. Yeah, like I think that's cool. What does know. Game Pass Ultimate have that the regular Game Pass doesn't? I thought that was just for PC. Uh, and I'm, I'm asking because it says Microsoft indicated that this approach uh, would be a non-starter for Game Pass, which has dozens of games available. Unfortunately, quote, we do not have a path to bring our vision of cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to gamers on iOS via the... Uh, ah, shit. <laughs> uh, the Zoom call just crashed. Are we still live? All right, three, two, one. And I I should do the music again for the second one. For the second clap for the redux. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. What a day. What a day. So we were talking about uh iOS um and uh Game Pass. Yeah. 
So um, I was mentioning that I'm happy that they've got a workaround for it. I understand where Apple is coming from, but at the same time, like Apple doesn't need to review every single movie that's on Netflix. Um, and it seems kind of silly that they would go to this extreme um, regarding a games. Uh, yeah. Ad. But at the same time, I'm happy that Microsoft looks like they found a workaround for it. So they're just like, yeah, let's just build a web browser that takes you to one website <laughs> that happens to be our game website, right? So How do you think that's going to work? Like, do you think that's going to work? <laughs> do I think that Apple's going to let them get away with that? Uh, can can they stop them from doing that? From going on to like downloading Chrome or something? It, like, yeah, and just like what can they do? Yeah, it gets kind of dicey if they try and do that. So I think that 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 works, and I don't can't prevent people from accessing the internet. Right. Yeah, I don't underestimate Microsoft's ability to be a really sort of good company to negotiate that with Apple. So, and I think that it's to Apple's advantage that they turn their little iPhones and iPads into a gaming machine. Like that's, that's kind of cool. Unless Apple has, I mean, I can see it from two ways. It would be great for Apple to have more and more people using their platforms to do other stuff at the same time. Like they still very much have games in their app store that I think that they would want people to use um, and pay them money for, you know? So I don't know. Um, I could see Apple wanting to be proprietary about all of their little app store games, but ah, what, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I am all uh, I'm all out of sorts. I'm all cattywampus uh, in in light of losing internet and uh, <laughs> trying to pick up the pieces again in the, in it's the all wake good. of all that. It's all good. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know that it's gonna work as well as they would have wanted. You know, mm-hmm. obviously their 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 first um, desire would have been to have this thing as like a. I, I, and I just I don't understand why Netflix can get away with it, but their like policy regarding video games is so different, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand, but I, I do think if they can figure this out and it, and it works as well as it, it would have otherwise, then uh, the sort of oh, theoretically, I guess, right. Would open it up for any device that you could just access the internet on. Right. Right. Like that's sort of their goal, right. It's like being able you, for you to be able to access game pass from virtually any sort of device that can access Chrome or mm-hmm. a, a browser, right? So if the, if this thing ends up working out, then uh, I see that being good for them. Yeah, for sure. I suppose. For sure. Okay, well, <laughs> let's end it there, dude. <laughs> Before your computer explodes. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm 15 minutes late for hitting the gym with a buddy of mine. Um, Just all out of sorts. All out of sorts. All cattywampus. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening today. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Uh, we'll be back uh, this next weekend. But in the meantime, game with us. Find us on the Facebook. Let's hang. If you're one of the few people that make it to the end of these shows each week, man, from Ike and I both, thank you so much for listening. We truly do not deserve your attention, and we are honored that anyone, quite frankly, would carve out some time of their week to uh, listen to us. Uh, We would like to invite you to become a bona fide member of our community. You can join our group on Facebook by searching Dummy Thick Steely Boys. Uh, That space is really great for just sharing memes, uh, talking about games, 
Uh, or you can join our Discord group by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. That's kind of how we coordinate game sessions throughout the week and keep in touch. Uh, think of that as like a nerdy group chat <laughs> with all your friends. Uh, lastly, the music that you hear after the clap each week is, is not ours. It is a beat from that kid, Goron. Uh, he produces a ton of beats, which are free to use, as long as you credit him. So again, that is that kid, Goron, G-O-R-A-N. Uh, if you would like to follow Isaac on Twitter, you can do so at E-Y-E-Z-A-H-K and myself at J-A-K-E-M-O-I-X. Thank you so much for listening again, and until next week, Frick Ferns. Oh.